First off, all the news you need to start your day. I hope you're well. Coming up. The new regulations will allow Gardaí provide better support and supervision for reserve members and also make the provision of training more efficient. Big shake-up of Garda reserves on the way and UN warns of malnutrition and child deaths in Gaza. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, the Minister for Justice will today ask Cabinet to approve new Garda Reserve regulations to allow more members into the force. There are plans for a first recruitment drive since 2017 to be launched shortly. News Talk's Aidan Delaney has more. The Minister is targeting a Garda Reserve figure of 1,000 members by 2026, up from the current level of 360. The current regulations have been in place since 2006, and Minister McEntee believes they need to be updated to reflect not just contemporary policing practice, but also to allow for such basics as the current Leaving Cert marking system to be used in applications. The new regulations will allow Gardaí provide better support and supervision for reserve members and also make the provision of training more efficient. Other changes include ensuring reserves attending court are considered to be on active duty and allowing those who wish to work more than the standard 208 hours per year to do so. Currently, Garda reserves can work alongside the Garda Road Traffic Unit, assist with public order and crowd control and help with other day-to-day Garda work. Children's lives are being threatened by rising malnutrition in the Gaza Strip. UNICEF says the situation is especially serious in the north, where one in six children under the age of two is is acutely malnourished. It says the Gaza Strip is poised to witness an explosion in preventable child deaths unless the current conflict comes to an end. Back home, the government has failed to keep its promise to children on mental health and is struggling to deliver effectively on housing. That's according to the Children's Rights Alliance, which is launching its annual report card, tracking if the state is living up to its commitments to young people. While progress has been made in terms of education and food poverty, the lack of CAMS capacity and the number of children in homeless accommodation is being highlighted. Julia Hearn from the Children's Rights Alliance says sorting out the housing issue will allow other areas to flourish. What we need government to do now is to really focus in on these preventative measures and really focus in on building social housing because we need to make sure that they really get to grips with this issue. We can't keep languishing in the space where government are struggling to get to grips with housing. Donald Trump has avoided putting the blame on Vladimir Putin for the death in prison on Friday of Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny. His wife thinks he was poisoned, but Moscow denies involvement, insisting he fell ill after a walk. A spokesperson for the high-profile Kremlin critic claims his body is to be held for another two weeks. Former US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi used the term assassination. Hopefully this will call attention to the evil, the evilness that is... Putin and shed a little more concern on what he's what he's capable of. Transport workers say they're putting up with higher than ever levels of abuse and antisocial behaviour. The problem is being highlighted in a new survey of 600 transport staff, which has been published this morning. SIP2's Adrian Kane says the union is launching a campaign to encourage change. What's come back very clearly in relation to our survey is that, first of all, and probably most starkly, over 50% of people experience antisocial behaviour either on a daily or weekly basis. And again, the vast majority of workers believe that the situation has got worse in the last 12 months. And over a third of workers see it as a serious issue. 
Irish credit unions are looking for further change to allow them compete on a level playing field with retail banks. They've been engaging with the central bank over a lending review and are hoping to build on new figures showing a significant increase in mortgages and business loans to members. David Malone, CEO of the Irish League of Credit Unions, says it's an exciting time. Credit unions are all about people helping people and that's what our model is developed on. So we have funds to lend. Members put their savings into credit unions and credit unions are there to recycle those savings to support members in many different lifetime decisions. Many credit unions now offer very competitive mortgage rates. The lowest rates are about 2.95%. University lecturers are set to protest this afternoon over the government's failure to adhere to a national agreement on pay. The action is being led by the Teachers' Union of Ireland, which says its 4,600 members in the technological university sector are unhappy with the regional variation when it comes to pay and conditions. They say colleagues at TUs in the Dublin area receive far more than their rural counterparts, despite the Department of Higher Education signing up to a collective agreement in 2017. Michael Gillespie, General Secretary of the TUI, says their members want equal pay because the work is largely the same around the country. Our TUs outside Dublin are almost identical in size now in terms of their multi-campus. They have a wide range of degrees, uh, masters, even up to PhD levels. So we believe there should be parity of esteem is the most important thing. In entertainment news, Love Island All-Stars has its first winners. Molly Smith went up against her ex-boyfriend Callum Jones and his new partner Jessica Gale to take home the £50,000 prize money with Tom Clare. He told host Maya Jama during last night's live final from South Africa that his mind is blown. And in sport, in soccer, the FAI appear to be no closer to appointing a new manager for the men's senior team. Last night saw Chris Coleman drop out of contention to replace Stephen Kenny as Republic of Ireland boss. The former Wales manager had emerged as a strong contender for the Ireland job on Sunday night. However, sources close to Coleman say he's now no longer in the running. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.